Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. This week, snooze control. Ben brings the case against his wife, Jenna. They wed and moved in together a few years ago and have yet to come to an agreement on their morning routine. Jenna isn't really an early riser and prefers to get as much sleep as she can before getting out of bed. Ben believes in a schedule that allows them plenty of time to wake up and prepare for the day. How should they model their mornings? Only one man can decide. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman enters the courtroom. Wake up! Wake up, wake up, wake up, up you wake, up you wake, up you wake. This is Judge Senior Love Hodgman, your voice of choice, the world's only podcast strongman on the fake internet air, here on MaximumFun.org, the last on your dial, but first in your hearts, and that's the truth. Jesse, would you please swear them in? Please stand and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I swear. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge John Hodgman's ruling, despite the fact that the only alarm that he abides by is the air raid siren, and even then, only when it isn't an air raid that he called in himself? (laughs) I do. I do. (laughs) Very well, Judge Hodgman. Ben versus Jenna. First of all, for an immediate summary judgment, of course, you will both be able to name the specific piece of culture that I paraphrased as I stumbled into the courtroom that was Dora the Explorer <laughs> Stella's oh. choice what what is your <laughs> what are your ages <laughs> 25 24 oh, young people yeah yeah by now you should all know that I am only ever going to reference culture from about 1976 to about 1994 <laughs> the time when I absorbed culture <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Uh, well, phew, that was a big, a big uh, relief because that was Samuel L. Jackson as Mr. Senior Love Daddy in Do the Right Thing, the movie uh, by Spike Of course. Now, I'll give, you, I'll give you a chance to redeem yourselves. <laughs> Which of you can name the movie that Samuel L. Jackson was not in? The Santa Claus. Dora the Explorer. Right. That's not a movie. That's not a movie. <laughs> no, it is. They have them for sure. I don't know. I babysit. Uh, no, it isn't. Dora the Explorer is not a movie. And uh, actually, uh, Samuel L. Jackson was the voice of the map in that. So you are wrong on both counts. Okay. <laughs> <I apologize>. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ben, you bring yes. the case against your wife, Jenna. Yes, I do. All right. What is your case? Well, I believe that our morning routine could be much more relaxed than it is, more efficient even. And uh, right now I've been coerced into setting the alarm later than I would like in the hopes of getting a few extra minutes of sleep. But I believe that these extra minutes could be better served by slowly getting ready for the day and avoiding a mad rush in the morning as we share our car and the traffic is unpredictable. Those few extra minutes would make things a lot easier on us. So what time, what time is the alarm set for currently? What time, currently has, what time has, has Jenna, uh, Jenna, uh, your name is Jenna, correct? Yes. Oh, my gosh, what a bully. Oh, my gosh, no, <laughs> you reset the alarm. What, yeah. what time did Jenna <laughs> force you to set the alarm for? She forced me to set it at 6.40 a.m. <laughs> 6.40? Yeah. That's, an, yeah. that's an ambiguous time. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a, that's I would have preferred 642. Yeah, that's a woeful. <laughs> you know what? You got to do it on the fives. You got to set your alarm on the fives, yeah. everybody. <laughs> yes, it's true. 640 is that's, ugh, that's, 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 that lives between two worlds. I don't like that at all. <laughs> but, that's what we're living with. But let's, let's table that for a moment and, okay. and tell me, uh, when do you have to leave the house for work? What what do you what do you both do? Are you both in 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 the province of New Brunswick, Canada? Is that correct? That's correct. Yes. I could tell by your accents. And uh, uh, say, <laughs> very say, thick. say Dora the Explorer again. Dora the Explorer. So I would guess Dora Fred, the Explorer. Is that Mon- is that Moncton, New Brunswick? It's close. Well, was Fredericton. I wrong? Fredericton. Oh, Fredericton. So, right. The capital because, city. Because Monctonites say Dora the Explorer, but in Fredericton they say. Dora the Explorer. You're right. Yeah. Dora. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, Very I'm, similar. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry about that. Okay. Anyway, moving on. You work at the same place? No, we do not. What is your What is your profession, sir? I am in accounting. That's so vague. You work for the Canadian mob. You work for a. <laughs> you work for a. I do work, drug money. Yeah. You work. You work for a Canadian biker gang. I actually work with a, a local company that distributes testing kits. You're so poli- like, so polite that you won't buzz market the name of your company. I appreciate that. <laughs> what are you what, mm-hmm. what are you testing for? Like, what would you test for with these kids? We test for microorganisms, and these are sent to humans to test for microorganisms. Yep, yeah, in different types of fluids, metalworking ta- fluid, water. About, are we talking about stool samples here? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Maybe. Maybe are we'll you, get into that. Are you cooking the books for a stool sample testing kit? Concerned run by the run by the Canadian biker mob. Ah, I wasn't going to get into that. Part. Right. So you work, so you work and, and you, and, and Jenna, you have, you have a, a different profession. Yes, I do. I'm in full-time child care. Full-time someone else's child, I presume. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I looked out after four different kids. Because I was going to say your children, your children live at a different place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I don't think that would qualify. I, visit them I don't think that would qualify as full-time in that case. No. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's parented. So you take care, you take care of four children who are not your own. Right. All right. And, uh, and uh, you're off, do you go into an office then? I do. How far away is your office? How long does it take to drive there? Don't tell me anything about traffic being weird. Just tell me uh, <laughs> basic, basic rundown on a good day. On a good day, it takes 17 minutes. Just, can we just keep it to fives? Keep it on the fives, guys. <laughs> 15 minutes. Let's say, 20, let's say 20 minutes, okay? Okay, we'll round up. All right. And, uh, and where is Jenna's uh, office? Who drives? Ben drives in the morning. Ben drives in the morning, and then you drive home. Um, <laughs> how, does that, how does that work? Well, exactly? he starts work earlier than I do, so okay. I take we go into work together, and I drop him off, and then I go. Um, I work at two different houses, so then once I drop him off, I go where I need to be for so the day. You're, so you're driving, is what you're saying? Yes. You drop him off. We switch. I, I drive more. Yes. Come on, <laughs> come on, Canada. It's supposed to be simple. Jenna, would you say you drive oh. 17 days out of 21? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, okay. He drives in the morning. From our house to his office, he drives. Oh, and then you take the car yes. to these yes. kids. And then you, and so how far away are the, are the two separate houses where you do full-time childcare? Still not figuring out how that works. But the two separate <laughs> homes, you, how, how far away is that? Um, max 10 minutes. Thank you, by the way, for keeping the numbers around. I appreciate You're welcome. It. 
And on a bad day, good day, 20 minute drive to your office, 10 minutes then to childcare zone, shall we say, call it that? Because I don't think I can handle any more complexity. Wait a minute. No, I need to know. There are four kids (laughs) spread out over two different houses. What are you talking about? It's not a zoo. What, what, What is it? The first two days of the week, I'm at one house. Okay. Gotcha. And then on Wednesday, I have four of them. Right. Okay. And four, then, four, yeah, Thursday and Friday, I go to the other house. Okay. Gotcha. What, for for, yeah. chil- for children? Yes. And these are the, in, in ages of uh, 21 to 32, would you say? <laughs> no, much younger than that. What's the oldest child you care for? Uh, four and a half. Just, we'll just say uh, five. Okay. But yeah, that works. <laughs> and the youngest? Uh, three. All right. We'll just say zero. <laughs> just round yeah. down to zero. All right, good. And uh, and uh, and but otherwise, so your so your schedules though are are well aligned, right? Yes, you're both yes, working full work. full time days. Mm-hmm. You then come and pick him up. Then you guys drive home together. Yes, and then the fighting starts. Exactly. I'm trying to wake up in the morning. <laughs> okay, so basically, we're talking about 20, 20, 30 minute commute. And so, what time do you need to leave the house? We usually leave between uh, 20 after 7 and 7.30. Okay. And you would like to leave earlier? I like the uh, closer to 20 after end of the, the spectrum, but 7.30 does get us there on time. Uh, mm-hmm. You would like to leave at 7.20. Mm-hmm. If Jenna has her way, you would leave at 7.30? Or does she, yes. get, or does she, or does she wake herself up and, and, and is ready to go by 7.20? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. It all depends on, on what she has to get ready. When would you like to set the alarm for? Uh, about 25 minutes earlier, I would say. Okay. So do the math with me. It's currently <laughs> 6.40. So, you so want I'd like to set it for quarter after six. Quarter after six, right there on the quarter hour. I like that. What's the problem with, with, uh, with quarter after six? Well, quarter after six gives us way more than an hour to get ready. And um, I'm just used to setting the alarm as soon as I know I have to get up. Like if we set the alarm at 645, then I would know that I have to get out of bed right away and I can um, get everything done in time. And I would say that there's not very often that we ever leave the house later than 730. And I would say maybe once in our history of living in this house, have we ever been late for him being to work. So I would Is like that, for the alarm to be set at 645 and then I can, I know that I can just get ready in time. Now what, what's, are you guys, let me ask you this question. Are you tied together? Right. Are you like a human centipede? Do you, do you have to do it? <laughs> Is your whole morning routine based on the fact that you are conjoined twins or something? Or why can't no. you just get up earlier, sir, and let your wife sleep in? And then, yes, well, and then, and then, once you're ready to go, uh, sit in the living room um, uh, sanctimoniously and tap your foot while she rushes to dry her hair, like all husbands mm-hmm. and wives. <laughs> but that—that's part of my point. I guess I didn't get to that either. Was that she takes longer to get ready, but still wants me to get up first, even with the the time that the alarm set at now, so I could sit there waiting and be done and ready, but. That stresses me out more than having to rush myself. So how long, do, how long would you say that it takes you to get ready, sir? With a shower and everything, I would say it takes yeah, you about know what? I'll let you have a shower. 20 minutes. Sure, 20 minutes. 
Yeah. So 640, current situation, 640, you wake up, you are ready to go by 7 a.m. Yes, and then I make our lunches. And then you make your lunches. Oh, <laughs> I see. That's very economical of you. Well, thank you. And how long does that take? 10, 15 minutes. 10, 15 minutes. And then that brings you to 7.15. You want to get going by 7.20. And you got to wait for her usually till 7.30 because she's such a lazy bones and got up so late. <laughs> <laughs> usually till 7.30, yes. Yeah. So you want to get, you want to get an extra 20 minutes and you're willing to destroy your marriage over 20 minutes. <laughs> I wouldn't say that I'd not be willing to destroy that, my not, marriage, but I, even that, I ten, do think it would help things in the morning. Ten, 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 ten minutes of idle time that you have nothing better to do with. You want to eliminate that in your process while you're waiting for her so you can get going 20, uh, ten, 10 minutes earlier. Is that Correct. not so, sir? Yep. Okay, good. And this was in your wedding vows? <laughs> <laughs> Should have been. It wasn't, though. Jenna, why don't you just get up in the morning? I enjoy relaxing, and I have a harder time falling asleep than him. Oh. So if we go to bed at 11 o'clock, he's probably asleep by 10 or after 11. But I um, probably wouldn't be asleep until quarter to 12 or close to 12. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate the extra half an hour that I get in the morning because I don't get it when I go to bed at night. Well, how much time does it take you to get ready? Um, if I'm up at quarter to quarter to seven and then we leave by seven thirty. You're done at seven thirty. I'm done at seven thirty. We're out the door at seven thirty. So forty five minutes. I do rush. Mm-hmm. Does does Ben <laughs> make lunch every day? Yes, usually he'll pack them. We have sandwiches and granola bars and fruit. And he makes Nothing lunch too complicated, but he, he makes lunch for all for all the children that you take care of, all your Pawnee <laughs> children that you have. No, just me. <laughs> and you enjoy eating that lunch? Yes, I do. Yeah. I am thankful that he does that. Yeah. So, how would you feel about being the kind of person who sleeps in while your husband gets up early every day to make you lunch, <laughs> and yet you still keep him waiting to leave to go to work? I wouldn't say I keep him waiting, though. Uh, I mean. <laughs> Well, you're I, saying, I know that you say that you don't leave, that you've on, that you have only made you guys late for work one time. But does that is that the same as not keeping him waiting? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I do. I do know that he has a hard time when I'm rushing around at the last minute. And I forget my earrings and have to run back and get them, or I forget my dip my change of shoes or something like that. But I guess I've just always said that I'm on time, so that's fine. It worked out. Like, we don't have to worry about it because we're on time. Right. So what is the hard time you're having, Ben, while she's rushing around? Well, I'm usually standing by the door with my shoes on and everything ready. I'm just ready to go, checking my, maybe checking Facebook before we head out the door. But I, um, I do like to be a few minutes early um, to work where we now have... At eight o'clock, first thing we have a meeting for for all our um, our division, and it's super awkward. the The rare occasion that I've walked in late, it's just I want to avoid that as much as possible. So that's always in the back of my mind. Don't you understand, Jenna, that you're destroying his career? He has an early meeting. Yes, but he forgot to mention that those reasons that he was late was not because of me. See, you guys, but. you guys are both very nice, and so I have to be very mean. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> in order to get to the heart of this. Oh, no. Yeah. 
you're uh, Ben. How do you respond to the fact that you're a terrible control freak? And Jenna, how do you respond to the fact that you're a lazy, torturous harpy? (laughs) I do feel that sometimes with the control thing, but I feel like it could be easier. Like sometimes I'll finish finish my shower and Jenna will still be sleeping. So I'll know that if if I wasn't there. That just makes you mad, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, I wouldn't say mad. It stresses me out a little bit because I have to go in there and wake her up and it's not always a... A pleasant experience. Because if you weren't there, finish your sentence, what would happen? She'd be fired. Is that so, Jenna? No, absolutely not. <laughs> we've oh. only been married <laughs> we've only been married for two years and I certainly was able to function without having someone else wake me up. I know that when I like I said, if I have my alarm set for six forty five, <clears throat> when my alarm goes off, I know I need to get up. But he's the only one now who sets his alarm. I don't set my own alarm because I'm a light sleeper. So I hear his alarm and I hear him up and around. So I, but you fall back to sleep. Yes. Yeah, sometimes I do fall back asleep. I've never done that on my own. I guess I, I rely on him waking me up again. But is she someone who would be late if it were not for your intrusive hand? I think in this situation that we have going now, I think she would keep sleeping if I didn't wake her up. See, here's the thing. I am getting two completely incongruous arguments from you, from you both. And I'm trying to figure out which one is true. Ben, you're basically saying, if I don't wake her up, she will continue to sleep. And therefore, uh, it is, it is um, unfair to put me in that position. Whereas Jenna is saying, if, you set, if Ben sets his alarm early, I will wake up anyway. And I won't be able to sleep late, which is true. Jenna? If I didn't have Ben to wake me up, I would just take the responsibility on my own and set the alarm for the amount of time that I knew I needed to get ready. So Ben does. So what happens is if Ben sets the alarm earlier, let me just understand this. Ben sets the alarm earlier. He wakes up. He takes his shower. He makes his sandwiches. He lays out your clothes for you. He... (laughs) (laughs) He finds your earrings, he warms the car seat, he checks his Facebook, he walks around the house five times. <laughs> and, then he finally, and then he finally comes in and he says, honey, it's time to wake up. You fall back asleep during that time, right? Um, not always, but yeah. yes, once in a while I do. All right. But you think you would eventually wake up and be able to be ready to go? Yes. You did not. Okay. Jenna. What if, ben had yes. a, what if Ben had a different job and he had to wake up earlier and he had to be out of the house earlier with or without you? That's a good question. Because, I, there, there, we do, do live outside of town, so we don't have public transit or anything for him to take. Mm-hmm. But there is um, one bus that comes back and forth. Okay. That since we only have the one car, right? I'm sure that he would be able to take, or even one of the houses that I work at now is only a few, few minutes from ours. Mm-hmm. So I could, I could walk there in 10 minutes and he could take the car. Ben, do you have any, so and it'd be the same for you actually now, right, Ben? I mean, like, is there any public transit you could take where you just go out the door and leave Jenna with the car? There is, like she said, there is one bus. Um, it's on its own schedule and sure. I know don't that, know. You know, that, cra- that crazy bus keeps its own time. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I don't crazy. even think it has a driver. It just that, goes on its own. Yeah. And I don't know if the, I think it, um, I don't think it would work out with my schedule. 
from what I can tell. And I take it owning two vehicles is not an option for you young, crazy Canadian kids right now. (laughs) No, your kids are you're you're brown bagging it. Right. So you're not going to get yourself a second. Close. You're not going to get yourself a a second Range Rover this time. What are you? What are you driving, by the way? We drive a Nissan Versa. Oh, that's one of those Nissans I've never even heard of. (laughs) Ben, what are you putting in lunch? I want to be specific. She's saying like some kind of sandwiches. Yes. uh, (laughs) Yes, I make sandwiches. Um, Sometimes we have, we make extra for suppers. We have leftovers, so I just kind of have to throw those in the bags. And the sandwiches are just just two pieces of bread put together. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Do you split a hard-boiled egg? (laughs) <laughs> oh i feel bad for you guys you're making your brown bagging and then you're making you're like having the leftovers of your brown bag lunches for dinner is that what i understand yeah yeah oh boy <laughs> that's hard being a young couple isn't it <laughs> no wonder no wonder you want to sleep and escape reality for so long <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's my happy place i see uh, but is that true? Are you, are you, uh, are you hiding from reality there, Jenna? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I just have always loved sleep. Even if you ask my parents. Uh, okay. Ben, so what would you like me to do if I find in your favor? Uh, that we set the alarm for six fifteen. Uh, Jenna, what would you, you, you want things to be the status quo, right? Yes. Even it's say it's set for six forty now, six forty five would be nice. Um, Whoa, really? You want it to go the other way? I want it to be set later. It's crazy. <laughs> ben, is there any way you can wake yourself up without using this alarm? I could try. I'm usually up a few minutes before it because I anticipate it, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I could come up with some contraption. Jenna, I don't know. Maybe. What possible reason can you give me for setting it later other than you would prefer it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you appreciate, just, you appreciate that marriage is not just about what one person prefers, right? Yes. Right? Because every part of your life here is being shared. You're sharing your ride. You're sharing your lunch. Mm-hmm. There are mutual <laughs> sacrifices that are going egg- on. Yes, then in that case, I would be happy if we kept it at 640. And if he would just get up and do his thing, and then maybe I could press news again and get up and do my thing. You think I'm going to fall for that old Canadian negotiation tactic where you ask for six? <laughs> 6.45 and I settle for 6.40. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. Devious. Yeah. Ben, why, why don't you just let your poor wife get the sleep she wants, figure out a way to wake yourself up earlier or train yourself to wake up earlier and sneak out of bed and let her do her thing? Well, I think it would benefit both of us if we said it earlier. I know she wants to get more sleep, but I feel like it's easier to wake up to a relaxed schedule than have to get up and know you have to jump out of bed and rush into the shower, rush, get your clothes on and everything. Well, let's be fair. That's how I feel. Let's be fair. You wake up early, you get ready, you make the, the salt and pepper sandwiches <laughs> and, the, and the piece of rice that you share for lunch. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And you've got time to spare to check your Facebook and you and she pulls herself together and you eventually go and you're not late for work. Typically, you feel a little anxious, but honestly, you just want her to wake up early to punish her, don't you? <laughs> You're just no, mad I, that she gets to I have what you I do think it don't. would be beneficial for both of us. I, explain that to me. How is it going to be beneficial for both of you, for her to not get what she wants? 
<laughs> well, because of the uh, the relaxed the relaxed routine, like I was saying, and um, school starting, everything no, traffic. How can you uh, convince me? How can you convince me that any routine that you set forth is going to be relaxed? You want to get up early and get going. Relaxed. She's the one who's relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I want to. Yeah. Like what? Are you I want to get going. Like what, are you waking up early so that you, so that you can do some uh, some uh, uh, child poses and some Pilates, and then you know like uh, yoga. Yeah, and then and then do some deep breathing exercises, and then uh, and then slowly make your way to the hot tub, and then finally hop into the Nissan Versa, and you know take the long way to work. It sounds great. Right. Um, I do find that we we are still. I know Jenna says that we're not late. I'm not technically late for work, but I am late for being a little bit early for work. Maybe that's uh, where a little bit of the stress comes into. Well, let me ask you this question. Not technically late for work. You get there right on time, but not as early as you would like. What real impact is this having on your job as a Canadian mob accountant? <laughs> it, I feel like it doesn't give me enough time to prepare for that, that first meeting. Yes. I kind of have to rush into it and... Uh, and consequently, they, give me a real-world consequence that has happened because of your brain fog as you, uh, as you have not been able to get there in, t- in time. You have the Canadian biker gangs pistol-whipped you for not being prepared <laughs> with your P's and Q's. It hasn't escalated that far, but I have, uh, I have gotten a couple uh, disappointed sighs when I don't have my, my numbers ready. Uh, and are you making these sighs? <laughs> or is I'm thir- contributing is to them thir- for sure. Is there a third party who is sighing? Yes. All right, Jenna. Um, uh, what uh, your profession right now is? Full time childcare. Is mm-hmm. this your calling in life? Is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is there a way that you guys are going to eventually be able to have a separate lunch and dinner? Like, is there a plan in your lives financially such that? <laughs> because I don't know what you're compensated for childcare, and I don't know what you're compensated for ac- accounting wise. But whatever's going on here, I, I, I think you agree that you're that, that you're having difficulty making ends meet. And this may be because you guys are, you know, starting out and, and you're not paid very much. It may be that you are, are living in a 40 room mansion that you can't afford. I don't know. You may have terrible debts that I'm not aware of. But is there is there a career goal that is going to afford you greater financial flexibility in your future? Yes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we both have them. And what and how would you describe them? Uh, mine would be just continuing in the accounting field. Um, I have just started out in this career, so right. You're saving um, up for your own motorcycle. I got you. Yeah, I get it. I get and, it. You're gonna you're gonna be a Canadian two D cappy. Okay. <laughs> I'm hoping. All right. And what about you, uh, Jenna? What do you what What's your dream? I would eventually like to have a daycare in our home. So oh. right now I'm going out and. Oh. carrying it out of people's homes, but I would like to um, have something in our home that I could run full time. Right. Well, that would solve your commute problem. Sure yes, it would. would. You realize that this would also involve taking children into your home. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that might, how large is your home? We are insured. Well, thank you. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> you're, insured, you're insured for having a daycare? Uh, no, not yet. No. You, presumably you need to get licensed. By your yes. by your provincial, if not federal, government. Yeah, and I have looked into it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, we just haven't taken the steps yet. I've done the reading, but. <laughs> and how large is your home? 
seventeen hundred square feet or something. Yep. Right? And how many? And yeah. how, and how many? How many children are you going to bring into your home? Probably max five, I think. Okay. And Ben, you are cool with this plan? I'm very cool with it because it'll let you get up early. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only reason. Very early. <laughs> how far off do you see this goal? I would like for it to be within a year. Okay. I think I know everything that I need to hear. I'm going to go into my chambers and take a little rest, and I'll come back when I feel like it. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. First of all, Jenna, thank you for getting up to join us today. Yes, you're welcome. (laughs) It was a hard one. How are you feeling about your chances? Um, I'm feeling pretty good. At first, I thought that Ben might might attack me with some of his... (laughs) his points, but I feel like um, Judge was swaying it with my point. Ben, do you think it's possible that either of you might have benefited from a more confrontational stance? <laughs> <laughs> was it, it wasn't uh, argumentative enough? <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your chances? <laughs> I feel really good. I, I don't know. I, I think... Uh, I think things are gonna things are gonna look good for me. Very well. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman re-enters the courtroom. You know. Yeah. <sighs> Hello. What? <laughs> this time, this time I nodded off without injecting heroin between my toes. Jesse, can you believe it? <laughs> Seems hard to believe, but I can hook I'm you up. I must be overworked. What? <laughs> I knew you worked for a Canadian biker gang drug dealer outfit. <laughs> I knew it. I totally feel where you're coming from, Jenna, because it is more healthy to wake up slowly, both physically and emotionally. I get it. Mm-hmm. You enjoy sleep. You enjoy having your husband make lunch for you. Mm-hmm. One of the great things about marriage is when someone else is doing something else for you while you are sleeping <laughs> and resting quietly. And, uh, and you obviously want to avoid the grim reality of your life for as long as possible. I understand. <laughs> and it's also just nice. Most humans agree. And I, and I appreciate your point very strongly that if you have an opportunity to sleep a few extra minutes, I get it. Mm-hmm. Ben, on the other hand, you know, look, buddy, why don't you just let your wife sleep? You're perfectly capable of getting up whenever you want to get up. You're a human being. You're an autonomous human being. I mean, here's the thing. Uh, Marriage, or as Peter Cook would say, (laughs) mowage, is this bizarre interplay between um, a shared life uh, and autonomous life. You obviously are in a world where you are now sharing things that you've never presumably had to share before. Uh, a bed, a car, a commute, uh, depressing lunches, and and money that you don't have, and you're both and you're both making sacrifices. In, in many ways, you need to make sure that those sacrifices are balanced. And just going by the sheer math of it all, Jenna, you know you're not in the you're not in the black here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy's getting up early. He's making you lunch, mm-hmm. and you, you want to. And you want to push? You want to push the routine even closer to leaving time when yes. his, when his job is clearly his morale and his job is clearly suffering, and he's enduring the worst punishment a Canadian <laughs> can receive 
which is an exasperated sigh <laughs> from a third party. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> but you should consider uh, that uh, pushing it from 640 to 645, that is a, a bold move. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Mm-hmm. I understand. But I am going to find in your favor. Thank you, Judge. Yeah. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> no, wait a minute. I'm not, I'm not going to find in your favor. I changed my mind. <laughs> you see, oh, you no. See, you, too, you seem too sleepy. Sweet. You seem too sleepy and happy. <laughs> I'm going to find in your favor in the sense that. Because I'm so rested. <laughs> I know, because you're so well rested. I'm going to find in your favor in the sense that I think, I think you should wake up when you need to wake up so long as you're not f- causing people to be late in mm-hmm. the house. And I think that causing to people to be late, I think does apply to Ben feeling that he has enough time at work to be ready to, to get going in the day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I understand. And, and to, and to not be, and, and to succeed at this, uh, either criminal or horribly <laughs> low paying accounting job that he could, where he wants to work for the rest of his life. He needs to, he needs to start <laughs> getting there a little early, get on top of things. But I do think that if if you are able to leave at a time that Ben feels gives him enough time and comfort to get to his job and then to for you to get to your job, then mm-hmm. I don't care when you wake up. I don't care when you wake up, honestly. All right. Okay. But and and what I would say is that Ben, you should just go ahead and get up and get ready to go. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if you need to set the alarm earlier in order to do that, I think that you should do that. All right. If you need to set the alarm earlier in order to have uh, something loud to put in your wife's ear in order to punish her for being <laughs> sleepy, <laughs> I do not support that. But I do feel that in this case, shared sacrifice is as important as maintaining an autonomous relationship, excuse me, an autonomous identity where people wake up when they want to wake up so long as they're able to come together at the moment that they have to leave, Ben, it is fine for me for you to set an alarm for 620 mm-hmm. because, Jenna, you have to appreciate that some people want to wake up earlier than you do. Yes, I understand. And it's not up to you to control their lives in that way. <laughs> okay? <laughs> and if you have problems sleeping through that alarm then guess what? You're married. You're getting sandwiches at the end of the day. And that's the trade-off, unfortunately. So one of the rare cases where I ruled in favor of the, of the Canadian or uh, any kind of husband. Um, but in this case, Jenna, I'm, I'm with you. Sleep as late as you can and as late Thank as you, you want. But Ben, if you need to set the alarm at 620 in order to wake up, go for it. This is the sound of a yes. gavel. Judge John Hodgman rules, that is all. Please rise as Judge John Hodgman exits the courtroom. You must be ecstatic, Jenna. Yeah, it feels really good. I'm excited for tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) Ben, how are you feeling? I feel good. Just knowing I can set the alarm sooner will uh, maybe force Jenna to get up a little earlier as well. Well, it's not punitive. You understand it's not punitive. If you're, if you, I'm going to, re, I'm going to double reverse this ruling if I get the sense that this whole thing is just to punish her for being sleepy. <laughs> so watch no, that's what not you the case. say from now on. 
You say, I should feel, I feel glad that I'm able to set the alarm so I can get up and do what I need to do in a, at a relaxed pace so that I can get to work at a time that I need to get to work. That's perfect. Right. Would that express how you feel? That put it into words better uh, than you I know could. know what? Forget it. Jenna, you're right. 640 Thank it is. You, you got to find what? another way to wake up now, pal. Sorry that? about that. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. You pushed it too hard. You, you pushed it too hard for a Canadian man. <laughs> I, I exasperatedly sigh at you. Double reverse oh. ruling, Jesse. Put it down. One for the books. First, I ruled for Jenna. Then I voted for. Then I ruled for Ben. I'm giving it back to Jenna. Six, Thank you. Six forty, and not a moment later. Ugh. Okay, ben, I can do that. Right, but you do. But Ben, when do you need to leave by? Six twenty-five. Seven twenty-five. Sorry. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think Jenna. That means he's out of there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say about I right now. How that. about that? Uh, no, 725? 725. Is that really what you need? That is what I need. I mean, you give yourself all the time you need here. 725 or 720? Oh, 720 sounding pretty good. All right, 720. Trying to be nice again. Roll it all back. Here it is. Okay. Jenna, you can set the alarm for whenever you want because you are woken okay. up by alarms and you want to sleep as late as you can. Yes. And Ben has already dis- determined that he can get up earlier if he has to, even without the alarm, because he feels okay. the anxiety of you sleeping so late all the time. Mm-hmm. But Ben wants to leave at 7.20. And in the, in the spirit of marital compromise, I order you to be ready to leave by 7.20 no matter when you wake up. All right. And if it's Fantastic. later than 7.20 for more than, let's say... <laughs> 13 out of 19 days, <laughs> then you cede the right to set the alarm and Ben can set it for whenever he wants. Now, Judge John Hodgman rules. This is the sound of a gavel. That is all. Ben, Jenna, thanks for joining us on the Judge Thank John you. Hodgman podcast. Thank you very much. Hello, I'm your Judge John Hodgman. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is brought to you every week by. You, our members, of course, thank you so much for your support of this podcast and all of your favorite podcasts at MaximumFun.org. And they are all your favorites. If you want to join the many member supporters of this podcast and this network, boy, oh boy, that would be fantastic. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Stitch Fix. You know that boost of confidence you get when you put on an outfit that just feels good? You know what that's like. That's what I get when I use Stitch Fix. With Stitch Fix, you get a human stylist, not AI. A human being who understands your style, size, and budget. They do all the shopping for you, and it's the easiest way to update your wardrobe this season or any other. This professional stylist picks the clothes. They can either send you a box where anything you don't want is unbelievably easy to return, or they can make a little storefront for you just from stuff that they recommend for your taste and your body. Uh, It is an absolutely incredible service. They give you styling advice, outfit recommendations, the whole thing soup to nuts. And like I said, if you don't want it, if you don't like it, it is unfathomably easy to send it back. They give you an envelope that's big enough that has the postage and the labels on it. All you have to do is shove the thing in there, close it up, 
and drop it off at your local mailing center. It is that easy. Can I also say the stuff that my stylist at Stitch Fix picks for me? I really like it. Like, they know me. And it's really terrific. Plus, if you've got small people in your life, sadly, my small people are now adults shopping for themselves. But if you've got little kids, it's a terrific way to, to get togs for your kids. Style that makes you feel as you, as you want to look. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. That's stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. Stitchfix.com slash J-J-H-O. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Hey, Mother's Day is coming up. Do you have a mom in your life that you'd like to celebrate? There are very few better ways than giving an Aura frame to someone you care about. These are beautifully Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos of your memories with your mom, stepmom, a mentor, friend, uh, whatever it is in your life who might enjoy seeing photos from your life. Aura frames are the way to go. Judge, there's a very special mom in my life, Ms. Teresa Thorne. Yes. Uh, that's my wife and also a, a whole human being in her own right. Guess what's guess what's on her bedside table? Yes, that's right. You guessed it in one, an aura frame. Oh. <laughs> what I love about the aura frame is you don't have to load a bunch of stuff onto an SD card or whatever, like with the old digital frames. It is so easy to get the pictures on there. So like when Teresa texts me a cute picture of one of our children or our dog, uh, or one of our siblings texts us a cute picture of one of them or one of their children. Uh, all I have to do is hit that share button on my phone and I can share it right to the frame and then it lives there for as long as I want. I can also take it off whenever I want, but I don't even have to open the Aura Frames app, which is a great app, but I don't right. even have to go there. It just goes straight into wherever I want it, uh, whichever frame I want, or I have multiple Aura Frames in my house or all of them. Uh, it is incredibly easy. That's why Wirecutter chose it as the best digital photo frame. That's why it's one of Oprah's favorite things. Uh, it is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use the code Hodgman at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, this is Biz, and this is the final season of One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. This is going to be a year of celebrating all that makes this podcast and this community magical. I'm so glad that I found your podcast. I just cannot thank you enough for just being the voice of reason as I'm trying to figure all of this out. Thank you and cheers to your incredible show and the vision you had to provide this space for all of us. This is still a show about life after giving life. And yes, there will be swears. You can find us on MaximumFun.org. And as always, you are doing a great job. All right, class. Tomorrow's exam will cover the science of cosmic rays, the morals of art forgery, and whether or not fish can drown. Any questions? Yes, you in the back. Uh, what is this? 
It's the podcast Let's Learn Everything, where we learn about science and a bit of everything else. My name's Tom. I study cognitive and computer science, but I'll also be your teacher for intermediate emojis. My name's Caroline, and I did my master's in biodiversity conservation, and I'll be teaching you intro to things the British Museum stole. My name's Ella. I did a PhD in stem cell biology, so obviously I'll be teaching you the history of fan fiction. Class meets every other Thursday on Maximum Fun. So do I still get credit for this? (laughs) No. (laughs) Obviously not. No. It's a podcast. (laughs) That was a pretty bitter, contentious debate. I I really thought they were going to go for each other's necks. I'm just glad we got there in time before they they destroyed each other and their whole house and their lives. Uh, we have some cases on the docket that we I can clear out favorite, if you want to. My fa- I, I will. I do want to do that. But my favorite, my favorite part was that she was going to solve the problem of who gets up first by bringing five strange children into their house every day. <laughs> that's creative and solutioneering. Was, and he was like, yeah, that sounds good to me. Oh, let's clear this docket. This is something from John. He writes, I seek an order in a dispute with my best friend, Robbie. We were romantically involved from 2004 to 2008 and are still great friends. During our romantic relationship, we devised a system where one of us would pay for the movie tickets and snacks for films he wanted to see, but the other did not want to see. Watching one unwanted film would result in a credit for the other party. Films viewed included Whiteout, The Happening, and Miami Vice. In the fall of 2010, we saw trailers for Score, a hockey musical, and I expressed my distaste for the film. It embraced kitsch Canadiana and otherwise looked terrible. Robert declared that he had an unused movie credit and I was going to see the movie with him. I found the movie so detestable that I vetoed that choice. If he had felt the same way about a movie, I would not have forced him to see it. Robert feels I still owe him a viewing. I seek an order that Robert cease and desist all mention of my refusal to see Score, a hockey musical, so that we can revive our old system. Yes, I believe Score, a hockey musical, is a Canadian film. No. (laughs) I had presumed that it was a Czech film that had been dubbed into Canadian. It was, yeah, dubbed into Canadian, exactly. Uh, And I think that um, with respect to Canada... Uh, that any uh, Canadian-only film cannot apply to this deal. (laughs) John does not owe Robbie a viewing. John does not owe Robbie a film because Robbie was insisting upon a Canadian film, a perfectly perfectly reasonable veto was made. I'm sure that John would accept a perfectly reasonable veto from Robbie of a uh, uh, an equally of, of an Icelandic film for example <laughs> um, but no the the the, the one for one film deal applies only uh, to, uh, uh, to international releases not single country releases here's something from Ethan whenever we eat a pasta dish like lasagna macaroni and cheese or spaghetti and meatballs My wife will refer to them as noodles. Would you like some noodles, she will say, or please pass the noodles. I believe that she should replace the word noodles with either the specific name of the dish, for example, baked ziti, or at the very least, refer to the dish as pasta. 
I was wondering if you could clarify when one should use the term pasta and when one should use the term noodles. Thank you. Uh, if it has egg in it, then you may say noodles, as in egg noodles. If it does not have egg in it, you must call it pasta or stringy bread dough hair. <laughs> or ramen may also be referred to as noodles. But beyond that, it must be pasta or, what did I say? Stringy dough bread hair. <laughs> hey, I actually want to mention before we go today... Um, that you actually, in the listening audience, I'm addressing you in the listening audience, have right, an opportunity I, I listen, to join me and Judge John Hodgman for uh, a, a little bit of um, dry martini and it's actually caffeine-free regular Dr. Pepper. Um, but, you know, what can I say? Action at Max FunCon East. I cannot wait. This is, I just thought that I would share who was going to be at Max FunCon East because it's pretty great. Number one, Kevin Allison from Risk. Number two, author and television superstar Jonathan Ames. Number three, Kurt Anderson, host of Studio 360 and celebrated novelist. Thank you, Kurt. Uh, Number four, Michael Ian Black. Maybe you've heard of him from a little organization called The State. Tony Comedian, brilliant stand-up comedian. Thank you, Tony. Dick Cavett. I mean, come on, Dick Cavett. Eric Drysdale. Thank you, Dick. Thank you, Uh, Eric. Eric Drysdale is not only a writer for the Colbert Report, he is also, believe it or not, one of the world's foremost experts on 3D viewing technology, uh, by which I mean Viewmasters. Dave Hill, come on. Dave Hill, give me a break. Come on, Dave. Thank you. Cynthia Hopkins, superstar of stage and music. Thank you, Comedian Dwayne Kennedy, one of the most brilliant stand-up comedians in the world. If you've never seen Dwayne Kennedy... You're really in for a tweet treat. Thank you. Julie Klausner, uh, podcaster extraordinaire and brilliant comedy mind. Julie Carol Cole, uh, former uh, editor of The Onion and f- uh, boss of um, uh, Onion News Network. Thank you. And Kramer, brilliant best selling writer. Hari Kundabalu, brilliant stand up comedian. Mary Thank O'Hara, muckraking journalist Thank for you. The Guardian. Mike Pesca from National Public Radio. Thank you, Mike. Cartoonist David Reese. John Roderick, Thank brilliant you, David, singer John. songwriter. Yeah. Stop podcasting yourself. Recent winners Thank of you, the Best Comedy Podcast in Canada Award. Thank you, Canadian. From the Canadian Comedy Awards. This is my imitation of Tom Sharpling doing during the WFMU Marathon, by the way. <laughs> Ten West, maybe the most brilliant sketch comedy group I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and I say that so advisedly. Much, they, they once literally brought me to tears, not tears of laughter, but I was so genuinely overwhelmed by the beauty and hilarity of their performance that I cried. Two Fun Men, probably the most brilliant uh, young sketch comedy group in New York. Donna Vacalis, she is in the Olympics. I just saw her in the Olympics. She's going to teach people how to be in the Olympics. What is her her sport? Uh, Modern pentathlon. That's running, shooting, swimming. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? My Fencing and horseback riding. Yes, I, really. Listeners, I, you know, I've been joking around this whole time, but I had no idea a female modern pentathlete was going to be at this thing. What? I honestly, that's modern pentathlon is one of my obsessions. I cannot wait to learn how to swim, shoot, fence, fence. run, and horseback ride with her. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> 
And finally, Ben Wagner, who is not only the boss of all of MTV News, uh, he is also the director of the beautiful documentary Mr. Rogers and Me, uh, which was the subject of maybe the most popular segment in the past year on Bullseye, almost certainly. Um, it's all at maxfuncon.com. You can get tickets now. It's October 26th through 28th in the Poconos, a short drive from New York City, easy drive from lots of other major cities on the East Coast. Uh, um, it's going to be super cool. It's just going to be it's going to be super cool. And let me say this. If you're a fan of Judge John Hodgman, not only will you want to be at Max Funcon East, but you might want to be consider being in New York City the previous week. That's all I'm saying That's about that. That's all we're saying about that. Uh, good I to mean, be back on the show, John. Swimming or running a gun. It's great to have you back. You know, we, we enjoyed having we. By we, I mean I. Uh, I uh, and and all of our listeners enjoyed having uh, uh, Monty Bailiff Monty on the show as guest bailiff. But uh, there's nothing quite like the shut your pie hole comedy. And delightful, uh, delightfully calming presence of the real one and only Jesse Thorne. Thank you for coming back. I'm glad you had a nice summer. I trust you did anyway, yeah? Well, I got to go to the Olympics and hug an Olympian immediately after she finished her amazing Olympic performance. Oh, me too. Oh, well, we're both pretty great. Talk to you later next time on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Goodbye. The Judge John Hodgman Podcast is a production of MaximumFun.org. Our special thanks to all of the folks who donate to support the show and all of our shows at MaximumFun.org slash donate. The show is produced by Julia Smith and me, Jesse Thorne, and edited by Mark McConville. You can check out his podcast, Super Ego, in iTunes or online at GoSuperEgo.com. You can find John Hodgman online at AreasOfMyExpertise.com. If you have a case for Judge John Hodgman, go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO. If you have thoughts about the show, join the conversation on our forum at forum.maximumfun.org and our Facebook group at facebook.com slash Judge John Hodgman. We'll see you online and next time right here on the Judge John Hodgman podcast.